What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Old Bridge FFL Podcast, Episode 16, Week 7 Recap. Uh, light crowd today. We got TJ to my right, Tommy, and uh, Dylan today back in back in action, back in the podcast. Uh, week 7 was crazy. Um, there was a lot of good games. We saw the Browns lose their first game. We see the Giants surging, heading into the playoffs, and uh, the Cowboys pull out a big one without their star quarterback, Zach Sobe. So, uh should be a fun podcast today, TJ. Chrisman, first ever intro. Nailed it. Jack Black voice. <laughs> it's fire. Uh, all right, that was Chrisman on the intro. Before we get into anything, do we have any announcements about the league? Anything about a one-day tournament? Anything we got to say here before we start? Nah, but I'm telling you right now, the one-day tournament is there. I have teams, I'm telling you right now. So tell your anyone that wants to play that there is good competition coming into this tournament from all over Central Jersey. I'm talking Manalapan, Sayreville, uh, a couple teams from Old Bridge, and hopefully a couple out of state teams that I've been talking to on Instagram. So, I wonder. I wonder how legit those guys are on Instagram about I coming. I, I think it's, it's real. Let's see. Let's see what happens. But there are definitely a lot. Of I'll teams. annoy them more as it gets closer. There are definitely a lot of teams signing up. A lot of good teams. Make sure you guys get your teams. I hope people were lobbying and you know tampering, for lack of a better word, this weekend and, and looking for teams. I know it was hot, but I hope people. Maybe some people found some teams, and we got more teams going into there. Uh, let's get right into the recap. First game we want to talk about. Let's go nine thirty games. Uh, who who played at nine thirty? What were the first uh, two the teams? The Vikings and the Cowboys. That was All the right, big so one. Let's start with Vikings Cowboys. Dad, you saw that one or no? You didn't see that one. No, at all. I didn't see no, that, that was me and you. Me and Kurtzman really saw the one. Smart. So Kurtzman, I'll let you start. Um, it was Augie making his debut at quarterback, no Sobes, uh, and I think he played really well and he gave his team a chance to win. He used his feet when he had to. Um, he made pretty good throws all game, and I was really impressed by him in his first like legit start in such a game of big magnitude. It was game for second place on the line. The Vikings were coming in hot, winning five in a row. Uh, I think the Vikings left left a lot of points out there, but the Cowboys did what they had to do to get the win, and I really liked how they played. I know the Vikings players were upset with me after the game because I was just really disappointed in their performance. I thought I thought still think they potentially have the best defense of the league, and. You should against you know a, a rookie quarterback like Augie. They should have made his life hell, and I, I think Augie did a really good job. I think he played really well. He's a really good athlete. Did a really good job running. He only had seven rushing attempts, though. I'm pretty sure, right? Um, I'm not I, entirely. I, sure. I think I, have I don't. The stats here. It felt like Augie was running more than he actually was, but he was he was being mobile. He was moving around. Uh, his throws weren't the best, but they weren't bad by any stretch of the means. He, he did what he needed to do. He's clearly not Sobes, but you have the stats there, Kurtzman? Yeah, he only had six rushes. Actually. Six rushing attempts. So Augie, I thought, did a really good job. But the Vikings, I, I think the Cowboys' defense has been exposed in the last few weeks, and I feel like the Vikings definitely should have did a lot more of that. I know they're telling me we don't have Connor, we don't have Vin Arena, and things well, like that. You but replace them with Jake and Matt. So. Yeah, you, and Matt, I know his cleat busted open, but... Uh, when the game started off, the Cowboys started off to, to you know a big jump. They came out hot. All they, yeah, marched they, right down the field and scored. They so. came out hot and they threw uh, the first punch. I, I thought the Vikings were definitely going to play a lot better on offense. Defensively, I thought they were still good. What did they? What did they, they scored fifteen points all the way up until the last Hail Mary play, really. Yeah. So yeah. they they did a good job and they and they scored. Fa- I think they scored their first two possessions, maybe something like that, very early. The, the first two scores, and then it, they started clamping, playing good defense, driving out, playing really good defense, mm-hmm. uh, making Had plays. Two interceptions, two well, conversions. Two, but yeah, but still, yeah, two two big plays against Augie. Um, this changes a lot because now we're going to talk about later. We're definitely going to talk about the playoff picture, mm-hmm. and this puts the Cowboys as the clear number two. They they locked up a top two seed. Yes, and the Vikings are going to fall to. 
the third seed it is? Yes. So the Vikings are they guaranteed three seed? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Unless okay. I'm pre- I'm, I'm like ninety percent okay. sure. We'll make sure at yes. the end of this podcast. Listen, listen to the end of the podcast, and you'll know everything that's going on for the playoff picture. Okay, so um, moving forward, I think the Vikings get better like team chemistry wise. Connor instead of Jake, even though Jake might be a better player than him. Connor's been playing with them the entire year. They're now zero and two with Jake. Uh, I know. I don't know. They've been getting a different kind of sub for Noah Torino every yeah, week. Yeah, it's been either Vindicunto, Anthony Latempo, Lebo. I, I think uh, Vindicunto. Let's just say him. If he's the guy, they get Vindicunto and Connor Mono back. I think they could still be the champions in this league. Uh, I was hard on them. I, I thought they could have played better. I thought Mikey. Mikey knows he could have played better. Uh, Mikey's r- still one of the best players in the league. I'm not worried about the Vikings. I was just disappointed. And the fact that they lost, even because I did pick them to win, but that's not why I'm disappointed. Just I thought they should have took advantage of Augie a little bit more. But to Augie's credit, he was really good. Uh, Rich Ritter made huge play late in the game. Austin, I didn't tag him on the Instagram play, but on that leak out where Mikey threw it to Jake and then he leaked out the other side, Austin was with him step for step. Austin played a really good game. Uh, Connor McDivitt had a touchdown. touchdown. Huge play play, off a bobble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, tip drill kind of a touchdown. Liam Knowles, obviously, at the end of the game, Makes caught the, the, the right Hail Mary bomb. Augie threw. Uh, who else am I, am I missing in this game? That Can we talk about the Vikings for a second? Yeah, good. The last three plays of the game, you were up by two or no, up by four with maybe what it was like 40 seconds left. Augie threw three deep balls and they didn't have more than two people back there on any single play. They got to go 45 yards in 40 seconds and we have one timeout. I think you need to be way more aware of what's going on in the situation because on the first play, Augie threw a dime to Liam Knowles. It, it just it was a very hard catch on the sideline. He dropped it, but in the next play, Mike Body one-on-one coverage downfield. Like, why are we not playing three men back there? Yeah, I mean, I caught the end of that game and like on the third play when they finally got the touchdown, it was like in my head I was like that was coming because the first two plays they were wide open. Augie threw maybe some ducks, like some drops, like we know yeah. the dime, but like it was coming. The third by it was like third time to charm. All right, they're they're open. Like what are you doing? Put but some prevent defense back there. It it, it honestly was. Um... It was surprising to see with all the high IQ players that I felt were on the field for the Vikings. I just think that they didn't, like, I don't know how they didn't realize the situation or what was going on and what they should be doing at that time, but uh, it honestly ended up costing them the game because they had the lead up until. Are you worried about them moving forward? No. There, Mikey doesn't care. He's already gotten yeah. over this loss. He's ready to go. Um, I what think about the Vikings, the Cowboys the Vikings are still confident in themselves for sure. I think they just feel like they messed up at the end of the game. Um, Cowboys got to feel good about themselves. They got to think that they're really one of the, the best teams, if not the best team, because they just won against the third best team without their star quarterback. So, I mean, should be a fun last game of the regular season and uh, get ready for the playoffs. All right, let's move on to the next game. The other 9-30 game was the one that you were refing, Dad. Raiders-Jets. Raiders-Jets. Please, if you can move in a little bit here and help me oh, out. Oh, wait, wait, Do we want to do stats? Stats, for yes, the, yes, yes. My bad. Sorry. St- give me stats yep. for Vikings. I got, yep, stats yes. right here for Vikings, uh, Cowboys. Vikings. Mike Gargano, 12-21, 169 yards, three touchdowns, 27 rushing yards, and three touch uh, three interceptions. Jake, 5-67 for 67 and a score. Connor Friel, 2 for 36 in a score. Jordan Albaum had 2 for 57. Uh, Buster at 1 for 9. Sam Allen, 1 for 1. Zach Sheray, 2 for 8 and a touchdown. Joe Ivanak, 2 interceptions and a pass breakup. 
for the Cowboys. Augie, 7 of 18, 120 yards, 3 touchdowns, 6 rushes, 78 yards a touchdown, had 2 interceptions. Body, 3 for 9 in the, 29 in the score. McDivitt, 1 for 23 in the score. Joe DeMeo had an interception and 2 for 20. Liam Knowles, 1 catch, but it was the biggest one of the yeah. game. Uh, Oliva and Austin, both no targets, no catches. Uh... Austin and Liam both had interceptions as well. Joe DeMeo, Rich Raider, two pass breakups. Austin, one pass breakup. Nice. Um, another thing about that game before we move on from it, uh, I, I think Augie at quarterback shows you that there's a lot of kids in this league that if we ever needed a quarterback moving forward, I, I don't I, I don't be afraid to do it if you're a really good athlete. So you guys out there, you know who you are. We might need quarterbacks in this uh, next league coming up, depending on who goes away to school and whatnot. So playing quarterback's fun, and if you could figure it out and you could do it and be competitive, I, I kind of maybe maybe take a chance on it. Well, you guys know who I'm talking about over here. Yep. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, that is the Raiders Jets. Dad, me and Kurtzman did not watch this one. I'm turning the floor over completely to you. Okay. Uh, again, uh, I say this every week. Uh, the Jets were competitive this week. I got to give a big shout out to Pete, Fat Pete. He was awesome. I've been riding him the last couple of weeks, whether I think he was quitting on the team or just not playing up to his capability. He played the entire game, and he was awesome. And he could do that every week if he chooses to. He had two touchdowns, a lot of grabs. Playing center, coming off center, he was going deep and catching balls. He was incredible. Uh, the, the Raiders, just, just too talented in, in the backfield between uh, Sedano and Mbimbo. Um, and Bimbo had two runs of 43 yards. It, 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 you just you couldn't touch him. No, no one even put a, a finger on him. Uh, it's the same old story. Jets can't compete because they don't have they don't have the horses to play. Uh, but they were competitive. Uh, I think the final score was 26-12. 26-18. They scored Eight, one late. They scored one late. And, and again, at the end of the game, uh, uh, the Jets had a chance. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm stuttering here. The Raiders had the ball and the clock's winding down. And they just the Jets wanted to just walk off the field, and I said to Paul, "Why don't you just let them ha- snap the ball? If there's a fumble, you're jumping on the end zone. You got to score. I, I mean, you you could basically be in this game. Don't just give up, you know, time. Just don't, don't just say, 'All right, we're going to take the L.' No, play to the whistle. Play to the very end. You never know what's going to happen. It's not like every snap in this league is perfect. It's not. That's why I tell everybody, play to play to the whistle. Play to the end of the game." Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you see out of Ivy throwing the ball? Did he do a lot of... Yeah, he had two drops. He would They, they could have scored more. He had two drop touchdowns. They were okay. perfectly throwing balls. Oh, okay. Uh, I would like to see him hand the ball off to Sedano a little more. For, for the option to work, you have to have the defense believe you're running the ball mm-hmm. instead of just pulling it right you back and like running off the back. Right. And, you know, I mean, if, you, if, if you watch, you know, Tackle football option works when the fullback is getting off, uh, you know, up the middle. Mm-hmm. Then the option works. Same same thing applies. And sit down is such a dynamic runner when he gets the ball. Especially he can go up the middle. He can make people miss. Yeah. He, he's that type of player. I like to see him get the ball more just to start it off and then run that option, uh, that RPO. It, it's it's a great weapon. Yeah. So the Raiders moving forward because now the Jets are eliminated from the playoffs with with them losing this game. So let's focus a little bit on the Raiders moving forward. Do you think they have what it takes to win it all? You know, defensively, they were great. They, I think they picked off Paul three times, and uh, Angst, that's just a, a beast at safety. Yeah. Uh, the ball always finds his hands. Oh, he had another interception? Another interception. Oh. Which surprises me that they don't use him on offense more. I mean, if you can see him catching the ball out there on defense, yeah. let him play some offense, throw him the ball. Uh, I think if they get their shit together defensively, uh, they'll, they'll be competitive with the, the, the better teams in this league. Okay. 
Yeah, um, I think about this, uh, the Raiders, they're still going to be a dangerous team going forward into the playoffs. Um, it looks like they're probably going to be matching with the Giants, possibly, in the playoffs. So, that should be a good first-round matchup. We saw a close-ending game that first time. Uh, and for the Jets, listen, I understand season took a turn for the worst early with Vin Terry's ACL, but I think you guys stuck together, tried your best, obviously, and uh, you played a good last game, for sure. And if you want to play next week, obviously, there's a game against the Saints you can play. Um, I would appreciate any help you guys can give me, helping the league continue uh, for the rest of the season. Either it would be stats, um, just extra eyes, or just coming to watch the games. Always great to see everyone out there. All right, let, uh, read stats on this one. Um, all right, for the Raiders, I got IB 6 of 11, 60 yards, two passing touchdowns. Also had nine rushes, 138 rushing yards, and two touchdowns. Sedano had 30 rushing yards. Christian plays a sub for Joe Noyan at 3 for 22, also had two interceptions. Uh, Angstead had a pick, Jarwar had a catch, Zach Wilheimer catch, Tyler Hogney a sack, Mahmoud a catch. Mm. And uh, for the Jets, Paul 13 to 27, 194 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions, five carries, 54 yards. Pete, we talked about already, but four catches, 65 yards, two touchdowns. Sounds like I have a day. Mm. Uh, Bryce, two for 36, True, one for 36, Jack Starner, two for 28. And then Augie writes, Pete, have a day. Okay. So, Pete, you're having a day. All right, let's get into the next games then, which is the uh, 10.45 start, yeah, was sure. it? Yeah. 10.45 start. Uh, shout out to the ref who <laughs> quit in the middle of the game. Uh, shout out Joe DeMeo. It was before the first play. No, you know, it was after we each had one drive. Uh, Joe DeMeo. Shout out Joe DeMeo. You stayed the entire game in that heat and ref. I truly appreciate it. Yeah, the other ref put his hands on his knees and he goes, I'm out of yeah, here. I'm out of here. I said leave. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so Browns-Giants started off. All right, Browns-Giants. Uh, watching this one, it was exactly what I expected. Uh, Kurtzman to fold. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, I know. I said it. I said Kurtzman's team will not go undefeated. Did I not say that? Yeah, you just bet against me every week until I lost. Yeah. I hit, you got to hit eventually. eventually. Um, no, but in, in all seriousness, uh, the switch to Rob Lacanti shows that they could beat any team in the league because they're the only team that beat Kurtzman. Uh, Dylan coming back, Dylan had two interceptions, still is completely MIA on offense, but defensively, you know, found out found out a way to impact the game. Uh, Rob, I know you guys are saying ran a lot. I'm going to let you guys talk more about that. I'm just going to give my little overview. Uh, Kurtzman's team, no John Harnish. Uh, you guys were, were missing a, a lineman there. Lineman is the strongest part of your team. Uh, still the line. No, no, I'm saying I thought your team still. I don't think your line was a problem. I just don't think it was the advantage that it usually is. How about that? And I think you played a really bad game. I think you were just due for a bad game, and I don't think you played well. You had really bad reads, forced throws. Dylan picked you twice. Uh, I, I just don't think you were completely. You just weren't on top of your game. Uh, Dylan did a good jo job on Joe, and for the most part, usually you dump off to your lineman, but. The Giants had a really good line to, you know, kind of combat it. And I, I really like the way the Giants played. I really like the Giants moving forward. I'm not worried about the Browns moving forward. I think you guys had to eventually lose. Better to get the loss out of the way now than it is in the playoffs. And I expect you to bounce back fully from this game. You want to go first? You want, you want me to talk about it? Um, yeah, I'll go first. Uh, I'm, I told Kirsten beforehand I'm not going to come on here and shit on him. I'm going to focus more on praising my team. Uh like Steve Kerr says, every time mm. the Warriors got big wins, when they when they're hurt, he goes, "My guys are fucking giants." Uh, that's how I felt about my team this week. I keep we keep saying we're the best defense in the league. 
And I feel like people disrespect us when I, we say that because we do give up 25 points usually every week, every week where, like, the Vikings are giving up, like, 12 and around there. But I will say this. We played the Cowboys and we played the Giant, uh, the Browns, and the two best quarterbacks in the league, I think everyone can agree on that, Kurtz and Sobes. And they both admitted how much we had them off their game, and the stats show it. So our D-line, our linebacker core, our corners, honestly, just all three levels, we have – we make the game rough for the quarterback, and Kirchner said it, it was hell back there. This, like, with the sacks necessarily weren't there because no. Kirchner was elusive, but we were able to bait him into bad throws that he didn't want to make, interceptions, um, just overall great performance from the defense. Yeah, um, I said to my group chat, I said um, we didn't play well at any position, I thought, today. I think the line struggled, and I think they'll be the first ones to tell you that. They didn't play a good game. Um, I played my worst game of the season by far. I was late on all my out throws. Um, I wasn't throwing it far enough outside on the out throws. He picked me off twice on two outs. Um, and I just think that we, as a team, played really shitty. And give credit to the Giants' defense. Uh, True didn't even play, line of, play on the defensive line, and they still had Douglas, Damian, Pasquale all coming at me. Uh, Damien, you played your best game I've played against you or I've seen you play. You were on me the entire game. Um, I think it was just a matter of uh, the heat was a little too much for my line, and I think we'll just come back hopefully strong next game. And we talked about what we're going to do differently and how we're going to make sure this doesn't happen again. We're still My team is still super confident going forward. We're not worried. We're not... We know we still have a task at hand to get the championship, but we're ready to take the chance. Dad, you didn't see that game. Yeah, he refed. He refed the entire Oh shit, you refed the whole game. Yeah, yeah, give me your fucking take. I think the difference in this game was the DBs. I think it was Dylan and Russo on the other side. Uh, Dylan easily could have two pick sixes. It's a flag drop. I can't believe Kurtzman put my flag on that one. <laughs> I was even on the Instagram video. You're like, oh, another one. Like, yeah. oh, and Russo had a pick and dropped another one, uh, but yeah. he had a great game. Uh, a, a, Kurtzman, a lot of his plays, he had a lot of timing plays to the sidelines. If the coverage wasn't so tight, he might have gotten away with some of the throws that he said where he left inside instead of on the out. But because of the coverage being that tight right on the receiver, they're able to pick off the ball. I think that was the difference in the game. And and, and if you look at it, uh, Dylan, the two best quarterbacks in the league, he's got two pick sixes on, on both of them. Yep. I think uh, the Giants, with Rob, they've won every game except one, and that was against the Cowboys, which they could have won easily. And I, you could make an argument saying he might be the most valuable player because since he's been on that team, he's turned that team around. I, I'll, I'll boost them up in the power rankings. I, I got them going up now. I, I love the way they play defense. I mean, their line gets at, again, gets at the quarterback. And like I said, if their DBs play like they did last week, uh, you know, that, that's a great team. I think it's a really bad matchup, too. The Giants, if I was Kersman's team, I would not want to see the Giants. I don't I think that's I don't the think worst any team matchup. wants to see the Giants. I, I'll take the Giants against any team that they're playing in the playoffs. So you're going to pick them to win the championship? No, I said they, they could absolutely win the championship. But round by round to see who they, they match up against, they, they got a great shot. I think they're super confident. They're playing at an all-time high level, everyone, at all three levels of the game. And, uh... It's going to be interesting to see what kind of run they can make. I think, and Rob Lacanti could only get better from here on out. Yeah. I think Rob told me earlier, he said, um, this is what I wanted to say, I kept forgetting it. Uh, he said that if he was playing the Cowboys this week, or like last week, instead of playing them his first starter quarterback, he thinks it would be a lot different in the game. And I honestly, the way he played against us, I might have to agree. Nick Douglas, true, Johnny Samarco, tough. Damien. Uh, Damien, also a beast. Pasquale, beast. 
I want Dylan to play defensive line. It's it's a tough team. I like I like when the be- I, like I like when the line, I like our line because like you name those guys and none of them are like overly big guys. So we besides kinda, Douglas, Douglas, yeah, but and, I'm talking like meaty though. Like, oh, oh, okay. Like those he's are still, strong. He's still he's, quick. Yeah, those are like, jacked. Yeah. I think our team is really good at like shutting down the dump offs for like 20 yards on broken plays here and there. Cause that that like look at like Pete, he's going off on like teams where they just kind of forget about him and he just like streaks up the sideline, you know. Like I think our team, our line has a lot of speed where we could shut down the line, uh, opposing lines. They might have the best corners in the league, I think. The the uh, me, Rousseau, Giants, Rousseau are, yeah, a good a good unit. Uh, Vikings, Ivan Zach and who else? Buster, Connor Frio. Yeah, I like I like their pound for pound, pound for pound. Russo, uh, even though he's a little bit small on the small side, can go up against any receiver oh, yeah, in the league. We, first game we put Russo against Romano, and I mean he did get Moss, but like he had two or three pass breakups on jump balls, and he's right up there with him. And then you got a big physical uh, corner in uh, in Dylan. They said he's prime Antonio Cromartie. That's what George said about Dylan <laughs> he, today. He can go up against any uh, opposing team's uh, number one receiver. I mean, you're the, you're the first DB to. Are, Hold Joey under like six for sixty, probably. Yeah. Are you so. still the president and CEO of the Dylan Shray fan club? Absolutely. And every week I hear this shit that oh the team's better without him. <laughs> Fuck no, hell no. So you when, don't like, when he plays, he makes a difference. So you don't think he's Thrillo wins? Uh, throwing the ball. <laughs> he had, he, listen, yeah, he had an extra point. You forget his extra point catch this week. He went up over. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right, so we like so we like the Giants, and we're not a, we're not worried about the Browns moving forward. No, nah, I listen. I, I see no problem with them in the first round. I'm eager to see who they're going to face, you know, in the second round of the playoffs. You love talking about how you pick teams that are right. You picked the Browns this week against the Giants. I, I said it was going to be a one score game yeah. or an overtime game. I said it was going to be very close. It was really a two score game, and Christian got a bailout touchdown at the end, and then quit on his team. <laughs> Is that oh, what man. happened or no? I'm kind of I kind of forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, I, I, I wish people could see Crispin's say, face. I, I, I wish people could see Crispin's face. I, I might be jumping the gun on this conversation here, but I feel like beginning of the season, um, Cowboys and the Browns kind of started pulling away from everyone, and it was looking like a two-horse race. But I feel like as the season has come to end, we have like five teams that we wouldn't be shocked win at all. It Absolutely, Cowboys, agree. Giants, Browns, Vikings, and Raiders. Okay. And, like we all say, I wouldn't be shocked they win at all. I agree, but. I still think my team and the Cowboys yes, are I agree the as well. I okay. agree as well. Give me stats on this one. Okay. Me, 14 of 22, 169 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, 5 for 45 on the ground. Uh, Mikey Freeman had a touchdown catch at 32 yards. Pip, 3 for 45. Antonio had a catch. Villano had 3 for 40 in a score. Matt Hughes, two catches. Lorenzo, two catches. Chance, touchdown catch. Interceptions for me and Luigi. Giants, Rob L. probably played his best game. He had 10 for 14, 135 yards, three touchdowns. Also 85 rushing yards in a, a rushing touchdown. Sounds like a half a day. Russo, four for 65, a touchdown. Also had an interception and a pass breakup. Uh, Douglas had a catch. Johnny, a touchdown catch. Rougeau, a touchdown catch. Dylan, two interceptions and a pick six. And like I said before, Damian played his best game on the D-line that I've seen. Okay. Yeah, I would move the Giants up to three in a power oh, ranking. Oh, yeah. Whoa. We'll we're going to do power some, rankings we'll there, buddy. Rankings. Just want to give some love to the Giants. Do you have your dogs of the week or no? Oh, absolutely. We'll, we'll All, right. All right. We have one more game to go through. Yeah, one more one more game of the week. I was making sure. Uh, last game, Titans-Saints. Really, really exciting game. I thought the best game of the week, honestly. Yeah. Uh, probably most exciting finish was uh, Cowboys versus Vikings, but I thought this game, I know everyone was watching the other game, but I was watching the Saints and the uh, – and the Titans and, and Augie was, was refing that one, watching it with me. Um, man, Joe Piscopo looked great 
Uh, my vote for Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, we're going to get into his stat line after we're done analyzing the game. But I really like the way he played. I think it clicked for him this week. I think this is the week where Joe said, I'm a great athlete. I have good athletes on my team. I'm going to use them properly. Joe was throwing to his line. He was throwing to his main targets. He was rolling out and running. He was rolling out and passing. I think he did the best job he's done all year at quarterback. And I know people are going to say, oh, well, it's against the Saints. Well, the Saints held Mikey to a bad game, and they were in other games. So I'm not saying, oh, it's just because it was against the Saints. Uh, it sucks the Saints are about to finish the season winless. I didn't want there to be any winless teams. I was hoping they'd win and maybe have to play back-to-back. But uh, they came up short again. Uh, not much to say on the Saints. Uh, Taz was whatever at quarterback. Everyone else, it is what it is. I, I hate – the one thing I, I will say about the Saints, just so much damn complaining. Just so much complaining about the refs, about this, about that. Just just play the game. Uh, the Titans, Joe Piscopo was really, um, really involved. He was really hyped up, brought the energy into our game. Spo was, uh, Spo was always great. Thought Matt was good. Eddie Will scored his first touchdown of the year. Uh, they had a sub. I can't, what's his name? Who's sub Joey for them? Ratty? No. Matt uh, Mo- kid, Mo- Mike Moosey. Mike Moosey. Mike Moosey. Joe Piscopo, after he, he threw the kid the ball like 10 times, Joe Piscopo turned around and screamed at me. TJ Savaro, Mike Moosey is the best sub in the damn league. You better say it on the podcast. So shout out to Joe Piscopo and Mike Moosey. <laughs> uh, um, but no, I like the Titans moving forward. And if Joe plays like this, I think they're competitive too because I like their team. I think they have a lot of good athletes. I know I, we've raised about Morick on the defensive line for them. I, I think they're a team that cares. I like the energy they came out with. Even though they only had one win, they knew this was a, basically a playoff game for them. They could secure a spot. And they went out and they handled business. So I was really impressed with the way the Titans uh, played this week. Uh, you guys didn't see the game, right? No one else besides no, me no. saw it. So, I'll, so I guess I'll go a little bit more in-depth in on it if I'm the only one talking about it. I think what went wrong with the Saints this year was Taz never fully um, developed into an actual quarterback. He was good and talented, got better as it went on, but never fully what you needed to win. Never committed uh, to it. Abby, yeah, absolutely, never committed to it. Abby um, showed up half the games, maybe a little bit more than half, I, I think. They needed full commitment from Abby to reach their full potential. Uh, Jordan, Fetterman, uh, whatever happened with him. Uh, Dennis Kildoff, another one. They were just a team of subs every week. Uh, still, Billy and Christian, two guys who I think are really good players and could be of great use to other people in, in, this, in this league to other teams. Like I still think Billy's a top two-round pick. I, I still really like Billy Receiver and what he can do athletically. Christian, I think... Could be a really good player if he played on a team like Kurtzman's team or, you know, a quarterback that would know how to use him more than Taz did. Uh, I, I really I really am just sad that the Saints didn't get a win. I thought they were good enough to get a win. They had a few chances in a few games and blew it. But the Titans, like I said, they came out, they handled the business, they performed, and they tried really hard. Anytime you try really hard to bring the energy, you have a chance. And if they, depending on their matchup, we're going to get into it, uh, the, the playoff picture here at the end. I think depending on who they play, they could you know they could be in business for an upset. So I'm excited to see them moving forward. I hope they can repeat this week's effort in the first round of the playoffs. All right, let's get into the overreaction Monday thread here. There's a few of them that I'm going to skip. Are the Giants a top three team despite standing record? I'm going to turn that over to you, Dad, when we do the power ranking. So I'm not going to answer that one right now. Can the Titans be a dark off? Uh, dark horse. T- dar- a dark. What I say? Dark off. Dark off? Yeah, like jerk what, off. What am I, a jerk off? Uh, <laughs> uh, could the Titans be a dark horse team when they their offense puts together? I already said that I believe that, so I'm going to skip that one as well. This one. Is there, 
Is there a QB controversy in the Cowboys locker room after last week's underdog mm-hmm. victory without Sobes? 36% said yes. So 36% of this league are capping. And <laughs> 64% said no. Sobes still one of, if not the best quarterback in the league. And I, as much as I like Augie at quarterback and if he could play it in the fall, whatever, his value on that team is still at receiver. And obviously we don't think that they are going to switch to Augie and put Sobes at receiver. This is not an over. I mean, this is not what's gonna happen. Augie is not gonna be the quarterback going forward. It's obviously Sobes. Chrisman was mad that he even had to talk about that one. He he thinks Augie is a bad quarterback. Next one, overreaction Monday thread. Kurtzman, you wanted to say one? No, it's fine. Just all right, all right. Then I'll one. say I'll do the next one. Uh, which absence hurt the Vikings more, Connor Romano or the uh, missing offensive lineman, which was. Venerina, yeah. I guess, right? Is there another one? And, well, I mean, they had Matt's, so yeah, I guess Venerina. Okay, so Venerina, maybe uh, I'm missing uh, something else. Uh, the It was 50-50. There was 42 votes. It was split down exactly 50-50. Uh, who do you think was a bigger absence, Chris? Maybe? I mean, they had Jake for Connor, so I don't think Connor was the, the reason they lost. Not, Connor not being there is not the reason they lost. I guess it was probably... Uh, I mean, the Cowboys did put a lot of pressure on Mikey, so I'll have to say the offensive line just as is a bigger loss just yeah. because they had Jake. I agree because Jake did sub for and made and, and made Matt Matt Marola was supposed to sub for Noah Torino but yeah. he blew his cleat out so it was clearly the offensive slash defensive line I felt he would, did a Zion or he blew Yeah his, yeah he yeah, literally he, did do a Zion. I I I uh, I I would go with the offensive line here. Uh the next one Kurtzman you have you had one for me that wasn't on the thread, but you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, I guess it's a talking point. I guess but I, I would say before this week, you probably had me as a slight favorite to win the championship, based on what's going on the season before. Do you still think? Well, who do you think? Who would you put as the favorite? Give like your favorites list, I guess. Like, well, we were gonna do the power rankings, right, you but but do I think that you are still the favorite? Is this overreaction? Are the Browns still the favorite? In my opinion, yes. I still think Kurtzman is the. Smartest quarterback in the league. He's the savviest. I love their line. I love their team. Love the energy. And honestly, they, they're the only one of the only teams in the league who just don't complain. You guys just don't complain to each other. Like, your team wants to win. You guys all care about winning. And no one really cares about individual stats. So, for that reason... And no I, whining to the refs. Either. No, yeah, uh, no whining to the refs. Curse I think me. we, I think we whine to the refs way less than any other. Team okay, but so you sure. still whine. I don't think no whining. No, there's no, yeah. there's no possibility that we you have guys playing football. They're not going to complain about the calls a little bit. But I think we do a pretty good job of just not worrying about what the refs do. Let them make their calls, and we'll continue on and do our thing. All right, so let's get into your dogs of the week here, Dad. I mean, we just where we need to drop the. Ar, ar, ar. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I can only do the games that I've seen. First game, uh, Jets and Raiders. I'm going to go with uh, Fat Pete all the way. He was incredible. And like I said, I wish I could see that every week from Pete, and I know he could do it. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Tyler Hogney. The, yeah. the kid, his motor runs 110% every single play. The kid is an animal. Uh, he, he, he could play on my team anytime. Uh, the other game I watched, uh, the Browns and the Giants. And I know I reserve the dogs for the guys that don't get mentioned a lot, but uh, Dylan Sheree right here. Absolute dog. I mean, he, I think he dominated that game. Uh, he's my dog. The work with uh, Crandon Burtzman and, and Aruba Aruba paid off. The Aruba was being screamed out. Tommy, Tommy's going to pay Crandon Burtzman a, a visit when he goes yeah, to He hit to Aruba. Yeah, we're going to expand the Dylan Shroy fan club. Yeah, yeah. Go to Aruba to link up with Crandon Burtzman. Let him know how Dylan um, did this week. 
Uh, so Dylan, you have as your dog of the week. You don't have any other dog on on the other side of the ball. Christmas. The team? Browns. I, I don't know his name. The the safety plays for you a little blood. Oh, Mikey, Mikey Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, he plays so well on both sides of the ball. Defensively, yes. he's, he's a stud. Uh, offensively, I, he makes a lot of big grabs. Um, Carson missed him on a touchdown. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah what, no, I what, did. What? I did for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I like I like his game also. Any other shout outs you have for this week, Dad? Any other guys that stood out to you that you haven't seen in weeks previous? Or yeah, there's a, a player for the Raiders. I wish I knew his name. Plays in the secondary. I know he had a touchdown. Um, uh, is he a blonde hair? No, Johnny no, Mac? No, no, no. no? What's what he had a touchdown? You said in this game, we black could, hair. Uh, we could we could figure it out. We got we got it right here. Christmas got it pulling it up right now. Uh, oh, Christian Carataro. He played for the. He played for the. He's a Saints player. He played for them for John. For John. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. shout out to Christian. So you're yeah. giving Christian a dog of the week as well. Absolutely. Not on a different team. A team that has a win, more than zero wins, <laughs> and and showed out. Uh, who uh, who else? What else we got here? Is there any other dog that I think? What other game do we watch? I'll go. Uh, oh, let, the let, Viking, the Vikings, Vikings Cowboys Giant game. game. Uh, no, Vikings Cowboys. Vikings Cowboys. Yeah. Vikings Cowboys. My dog. Uh, I'm. I might go Rich Ritter. He okay. made a big. He made a, the play. They would have yeah. got in position to, to win the game. I think he did a really good job. You said he had two pass breakups. Yep. He had the biggest pre- pass breakup of the game, in my opinion. I'll give him dog uh, of the game for for that team yeah. and for Titans, uh, Titans Saints. I'll go Titans side. I'll go the sub Mike Moosey. Moosey. I'll go Mike Moosey. Yeah, I thought he had a really good game. Mm-hmm. And on the Saints side of the ball. I'll go. Billy didn't get grabs, but I saw him make a really nice hustle play. Didn't give up on the play. Chased the guy down. Dove for a flag. So for that alone, I'll give him dog. Uh, I'll give him dog of the week on that on that team. Just wanted to shout out Mike Oliva. You got thrown into the absolute fire this week having yeah. to guard Jake, and uh, you did a very good job. I mean, Jake still had made his did his thing, made his plays, but you were right there a lot of the time. So just wanted to shout him out. Yeah. You played pretty well in your first. Mike game. Mike could definitely be a you player did, in this league. You said it. You said it last week. You said Mike would be okay. And yeah, Mike was more than fine. All right, let's get into the power rankings now. That's is what is that what you wanted me to say? Yeah, like this is all right, your, yeah, yeah. This is just YouTube. All right, power all right. Power rankings. That Dylan and Kersman are out because they have a bias in it. Okay. Okay. Give me your one through eight. One is the Browns because I still think they're the most complete team. Okay. So that's not changing for me. Cowboys at two. Okay. And for me, number three is the Giants. Wow. I, I way up. Uh, Raiders might be a little mad about this, saying hey, they got the same record. Uh, from what I've seen, as Rob taking over, and I said again, I like the way they play defense on their line in their secondary. I think that they could be a problem for any team in the playoffs. Uh, I like the Giants so at number three, Mike, and the Vikings on the Raiders. Mikey or Dylan, which one is your favorite player in the league? Mikey or Dylan? Those are your not, those are your top two favorite players. Mike Gargano and Dylan. <laughs> Uh, well, Dude, my, Mikey's gonna be so upset that my, you just picked the Giants. By the way, I know he is. I know he is. But I, I have to go with what I see. And and not for nothing, no one's been more on the money about any of this shit in this league than me. Yeah, of course. I I'll pick winners day in and day out. But even the ones I'm wrong on, I'm so damn close. I I picked the Giants to lose this week, and I said it was gonna be a tough game, one score or overtime, and I was still dead on. When I picked them to beat the Cowboys in an upset, they nearly did that. So no one is more in touch with the, the teams and and knowing how to pick these teams more than me. More than anyone sits at the, in front of this mic. All right. Well, so when I say Giants number three in the power rankings, believe it. Top capper. Big uh, <laughs> cap. Big cap. Family. Big cap. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with your Giants at three. I could see it. I could also see Vikings. I could also see Raiders. But I'll let you go with your list. So number four you have. Uh, number four. 
Uh, still going to go with the Vikings. Uh, slightly over the Raiders. I, I could easily pick the Raiders at this point, but uh, the Vikings still do have a good team, and uh, I think Conor Romano not being there was a big uh, a big loss for them this week. I know everyone's saying, yeah, Jake, Jake filled in. Jake is a stud. We all know Jake is a stud. But Connor has chemistry on that team. And the things they do with Connor, they couldn't do because he wasn't there this week. Okay. Now, then you have the... Uh, after the Vikings, I got the Raiders. And then the six would be the Titans, and that's all we're going to do because that's right. just the playoff teams. That's it. Uh, my list would go like this. One, Browns. And this is not by much here. Browns, Cowboys, Vikings, Raiders, Giants. In my opinion, why... I still believe Anthony Mbimbo has the potential to be the best player in the league. I love the Vikings' defense. I love Mikey's leadership. I love his attitude. I think that puts them above the other two teams. I still think offensively, the Giants have to figure it out a little bit more. I think Rob, this week, this is a big game for him. You know, he's in the playoffs. Everything's fine. Nice tune-up week for the playoffs. I think he, he's got to try a few things here, maybe see, see what works and what doesn't. Still hasn't gotten Dylan fully involved on offense. I know he's running. He's a great athlete and all. I would like to see a little bit more from them offensively. But the Giants, like I said before, could easily be the best defensive in the league. Uh, Titans, I'm going to put at six because they do have only two wins. They're the lowest seed in this playoff. But I do like the way they're headed. Uh, let's do the uh, potential playoff matchups here. Right, Kurtzman? That's what you want to talk about? No, I was going to say we do the Week 8 matchups. and then Week 8 matchups? Like, yeah, we... Oh yeah, to see. Oh yeah, that, that's what I meant by the playoff thing. So week eight matchups, uh, it that will determine playoff seating and why Kurtzman is flexing the schedule this way. You have the uh, you have explanations for every game, correct? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, okay. Listen, I'm gonna tell you guys straight up how it is. We talked about it last podcast. How head to head is the first tiebreaker, and then after that's point differential. And I'm going by what the clo- the the most reasonable outcome could be so the first matchup of the weekend is going to be the browns and the cowboys now the reason the browns are playing the cowboys is because if the cowboys beat the browns the cowboys will have a higher point differential and get the number one seed the browns would then fall to two if the vikings were to be playing against the cowboys they would have to win the game and then also win by 44 points to uh, win the point differential matchup. So I feel that the Cowboys beating me is more likely than the Vikings beating the Cowboys by 44 points. Okay, agreed. Um, the second game that I have is I'm putting the Giants against the Vikings and not the Raiders. Now here's why. The Giants have a point differential of 31, plus 31. The Raiders have a point differential of minus 19. The Raiders mm. have also already lost to the Vikings. So did the Giants. You guys also lost no, to the Vikings? the Raiders beat us. Oh, the Raiders oh, beat the, well, no, no. Beat, the Raiders beat the Giants, Vikings. and the Giants lost to the Vikings. The Giants beat the Vikings by 24 points. They will garner the three seed, which will move the Vikings down to the four seed. So that is why I'm not putting the Raiders against the Vikings due to the Viking the Raiders having to beat the Vikings by over 70 points to move up in seed. So uh, the winner of that game that you just talked about gets what seed? Three seed? Um, yes, the winner of that game will get the three so seed. So Giants versus Vikings for yes. three seed? Yes. Okay. We need to beat them by 23 to get the three yes, seed. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. So, so we also can need still to... win and not get the three seed. Yeah, they okay. could still but win and were, stay at the five. If play the Raiders... It, it's only for four or five matchup, so and then the four or five you're still playing during the playoffs. So it would be just giving us. Third I don't want to. Raiders. I don't want two teams playing each other back to. I'm trying not to have yeah. them play okay. back to back weeks. Next, I don't think that's next. how it should be. And then um, the Jets and the Saints. You guys can obviously play a game if you'd so like to. I'm going to text both captains and see if you guys want to get a game going. I'll have a referee there if you want it. Um, but I'll get into more of that. And then the last game would be the Raiders and the Titans. Um, the Titans can't move up. And neither can the Raiders, actually. The Raiders are stuck at four. 
So, so this is just a game to come and work on your game. Yeah, this is a game you can come and work on your game. Raiders, Titans, if you want to come play. Neither of you can move up or down in the standings. You're stuck at four. And oh, actually, no. If the Giants get the Vikings, if the Giants beat the Vikings by 23, the Raiders would drop to five. Okay. So, right. yeah, so the, that's that, really that, what that's it is. So Browns, bad. Cowboys, Vikings, Giants, Raiders, Titans. Also, whoever's not playing this week, if they come down to help, be a sideline rep, I won't be there this week. Okay, I'll yes. On vacation. Yes, very true. Uh, I will not be there. My dad will not be there. Uh, we we need help. Yeah. Curse, we needs help this week. Make sure if if you're on the Titan, if you're on the Saints or the Jets, and if you guys decide not to play that game and you want to help, it will be greatly appreciated. Yeah, you know I always appreciate the good help I get. Anything else uh, before we get out of here and wrap this one up? Um. No, I mean the playoffs. The teams are set. It uh, it's gonna be a good week eight. We only have a few actual matchups that can change uh, playoff seating, but it still could matter. And we're only one week away from the playoffs. Yeah, let's uh, l- let's get it going. Uh, let me just plug some of my stuff here before we get out of here. Uh, Dylan and Kurtzman actually did a, the Triple Threat podcast with me today. With me and Steve, we talked a lot of football. We did all football basically. So if you guys are listening to this and you want to check that out. Link is in my bio on uh, Twitter, Instagram. I tweeted it, everything. You guys know where to find it. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to that as well on Apple Podcasts. If you listen on SoundCloud, make sure you follow the SoundCloud. Um, I don't really have anything else. I won't be at the game this week. Me and my dad, we're going to Aruba. Uh, but I will be back for in time for the recap. I'll be back for the playoffs. Uh, I like this week a lot. I was really impressed with the Titans. That's my final takeaway. Uh, I'm happy Dylan's back and you know not a cancer to his team. Um, not much else to say. I think we covered basically everything. Uh, thank you guys for listening. As always, make sure you follow all the socials. Um, keep promoting the league. Keep promoting the one-day tournament. We need as many people as we could in that. It's filling up quick. We're trying to expand it. The more, the merrier. The more people, the more money you could possibly win. We'll catch you guys on the next time, which will be the Week 8 preview and possibly a potential playoff preview thing. I don't know yet. We'll catch you guys then.